Welcome to Wings Literature. I'm Emma. And I'm Peyton. Um, <laughs> the author of our first two poems is Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. He was born in Portland, Maine in 1807. He was a college professor at Harvard. He retired from teaching in 1854 to focus on his writing. He published a psalm of life in 1838, and then he published The Tide Rises, The Tide Falls in 1879. So I think that his poem, A Psalm of Life, it talks about how you really have one life and you should live it to the fullest. And um, he says, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing leave behind us footprints on the same time. And I just feel like he talks about like you can leave an impact and there's always something you can do that you can be remembered for. You feel it. Um, I agree. I think it talks about living your life and, uh, like, um, let's see. Um, and it, like, talks about, like, death, like, is not, like, your goal. And, um, um, like you should like live your life <laughs> yeah. I feel like his poem A Tide Rise, A Tide Falls is kind of confusing because it's more difficult to analyze yeah. than the song of life yeah we don't really know exactly what he's talking about um he just kind of talks about the sea, I guess. <laughs> um, so I think that in The Tide Rises and Tide Falls, it's more about consistency and like no matter what happens, the tide always rises and always falls. And it doesn't matter like what happens around it. it nothing really affects what it does. It just always rises and it always falls. I think you could almost apply that to your life. Like, even if you have a bad day, there's still the tide rises and the tide falls and that's always going to be consistent yeah. but it also says like the sun always like there's always a dawn and stuff so like even through morning and even through the night mm -hmm. It's always just consistently... Like, you can apply that to your life. Like a grounding technique. So... 
our second author is William Cullen Bryant. He was born in Cummington, Massachusetts in 1794, and he was known for his romantic poetry. He published The Yellow Violet in 1832 as a part of his collection of poems. Um, I think that in The Yellow Violet, the author is celebrating the beginning of spring by observing a yellow violet. Um, I think the deeper meaning would be the beauty of the flower and how humble and innocent it is. The author compliments the flower for being one of the first to bloom. He says he can tell the bloom of the flower from the perfume that it lets off. Uh, I think you can also bring in the idea of discipline. Uh, the author talks about how the sun has a big role in the growth of the violet, and through personification, you can almost say that the sun is like a parent figure to the violet, because it has such a big role in the growth and like feeding the flowers so that it blooms. Um. The overall meaning of the poem talks about how nature often overlooks the violet and how it is just a very humble, innocent flower. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of Lynx Literature.